0: Welcome to the Small But Mighty Biz Stories podcast, where we talk about the inspiration and motivation behind your small business. Here's your host, Karen Wilson. Welcome to Small But Mighty Biz Stories, everyone. I am particularly excited about my guest today because I haven't had nearly enough businesses on that have products as opposed to services. So it's very cool to have someone on with a physical product they sell, but even better, my guest today gives back with every single purchase. Rather, this business enables you to give back or hashtag pay it footword. Welcome to the pod, Marissa Chef. I'm so excited to hear all about sock footage. Please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your
1: business. First of all, thank you so much for getting Pay It forward" right. I know that's hard. A lot of people just really automatically want to go towards Pay It Forward, which really is what it's all about. But our unique hashtag is sort of what makes us a little bit different from the rest. So I appreciate you getting that that right. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So thanks so much for the opportunity. I am the founder of Sock Footage. And sock footage is an online sock subscription and retail store with a one-for-one giving model. So for every pair of socks that you buy from us, we give you a pair to donate back to someone in need in the homeless community. Um, Most people are not aware that socks are one of the most needed and least donated items to homeless shelters. And I think the reason for that is that homeless shelters will on, on average not accept used socks or underwear for that matter. So when you think of bringing donations over when you're switching your closets from season to season and getting rid of clothing, you rarely think about bringing something new to the shelter. And so for that reason, there's always a shortage in the area of socks and underwear. And so um, my background is actually in sales. I worked for a large sock manufacturer for five and a half years. And when I learned this, I wanted to use my experience from the industry to be able to give back to those less fortunate. I've always had a passion for volunteering. I worked, um, so I'm I'm based here in Toronto, uh, originally from Montreal, however. And um, I've worked in a variety of volunteer opportunities over the course of my career. And um, the latest stint that I had was actually here in Toronto at the Centre for Addiction and Mental Health. And I was actually fortunate enough to have the opportunity to volunteer in the library on site at Queen and Ossington. And I was responsible for playing board games with the clients of the center. Um, so it was a really informal um, uh, situation where we were at the library. And. Um, and people would really just come in because they craved connection and conversation. They were rarely there to take out books. They just wanted to be a part of a community. And so it gave them an opportunity to feel like they were a part of something in a setting that didn't feel hospital-like. And mm-hmm. because it was open to the public, they there were often a lot of homeless people coming in off the streets just to get out of the cold, to um, have some sort of social interaction. And, and what I really took away from that experience was um, that everyone just craved connection and conversation. And I think now more than ever, as a result of the pandemic, we're realizing the importance of connection in our lives and how, you know, sort of it's been stripped away from us in, in some yeah. way, shape or form, especially with all the lockdowns in Ontario. And I think we're just realizing more and more that we all need it. And um, as you can imagine, unfortunately, with the lockdowns, um, public access has been cut off from so many spaces that homeless people would normally use as a form Mm. of refuge. So even the simple thing as being able to go into a restaurant to use the washroom, they're no longer available, you know, so... Um I was talking to someone just the other day that said um you know there's not even somewhere for people to fill their water bottles. So mm. I think there's a lot of things that we just don't think about in our daily lives and um my mission is really just to draw uh, awareness to some of the issues that are facing the homeless community. And because of my background in socks, I think this was like a fun way to educate people and really um spread awareness about the importance of giving back. And also, I think, um, from the perspective of giving, just the opportunity to give in person for me has been super impactful in my life. And I'm trying to share that experience with other people. So to go back to sock footage, um, it really started as a means to educate people on the homeless community, but also to Make people conscious of where they're putting their dollars in terms of purchasing. So, you know, we're all at home. We're all making online purchases at this point. And so would you rather do something that has a benefit to someone else, especially at this time? And so, you know, when you go to our site, sockfootage.com, you are faced with a ton of funky, fun um, novelty socks for men, women and kids. And so with, the, we, you, with that, you have the opportunity to purchase a pair of socks either for yourself or as a gift. And then um, we actually have two options at checkout. So you get prompted with a pop-up that asks how you would like to take care of the donation piece of your um, purchase. And so you can either have it, the donation socks ship out with your order to be able to give face-to-face to someone in need. Or you can have us donate on your behalf. And we um, have a, a variety of partner charities that we work with um, to support those donations and make sure that they get to the people that need it the most.
0: Amazing. That was one of the things that struck me when I found out about sock footage is that it's it's not a model like Tom's where they send the the extra pair of shoes off. It's it's something where i have the option as a purchaser to go and physically hand those socks over to an organization that's making a difference and that is you know in in your write up you talk about how that's that's a meaningful change to the model where you know i am personally involved there's not this distance between me the purchaser and the act of giving and I love that because I think that we get a little desensitized to the issues that are out there when all we do is put our credit card into a website and don't have a face-to-face interaction with what's happening in the world.
1: Absolutely I think um You know, for me, because I've witnessed firsthand the benefits of direct giving, I want to share that with other people. Understanding that not everyone is comfortable with that, I have been sort of, I guess, a little bit, I don't want to say aggressive, (laughs) but I encourage people to step outside that comfort zone because I think the benefits to Seeing firsthand where your donations are going are are so impactful for both the giver and the receiver, and that's something that we're missing. And I think just to give you a few examples, um, when I first started and launched the website, um, I had someone reach out and they wanted to have their socks shipped out with uh with their order, the donation socks, to be able to hand out with their kids, and. So they did and they went during the holidays and they handed out socks with their kids. And I think her sons were both five and seven and they had such an amazing experience that the kids then separately said, mom, what else can we do? And so they Mm -hmm. separately organized, um, an initiative within their neighborhood and community where they gathered together, um, different supplies, everything from deodorant to toothbrush and toothpaste. And they, um organized and packaged 120 um care packages that they then went out as a community and you know distributed within their neighborhood. And that's for me that was like so amazing because for me it's about a domino effect of giving. So, you know, the idea was sparked by their first purchase, but then beyond that it continued um outside of stock footage, which is really for me what it's all about. And um Another example that I have is um, we do these sock subscriptions which um, are online and um, we offer them for men and women and um, for me that was an opportunity for people to feel like they're getting involved in giving every month and so the way that it works is you get two pairs of novelty socks every month and then you have two free donation pairs that you get and you again have the option to have us donate or to have them ship out with your order. And, um, when I first started, someone had, um, purchased a subscription online and for the first month they opted to have us donate on their behalf. And then that person called me back the second month and said, you know what? I think I'd like you to ship out the socks to me for the second month. Could you do that? And I was like, of course, that's like what I live for. (laughs) And so she was in Edmonton and, um, so I shipped out the socks to her the second month and she went and she found an area where there were a bunch of homeless people and she went and she approached two men that were um, together and she asked them if they could use some socks and it sparked up a conversation. And then, you know, I think, you know, like what you said, it humanizes the situation mm-hmm. um, any time I do a podcast or write an article or anything, I always tell people I heard this crazy statistic on the radio that said that homeless people only hear their names four times a year. And when you think oh. about that, it's so it gives me chills every time I say yeah. it. And I've said it a million times at this point. Um, when you think about that, it makes sense because when you see people going about their day, first of all, technology has taken over. People are walking down the street looking at their phones. They don't even look up. To acknowledge anyone, let alone someone that's homeless on the street, and so these interactions that we take for granted—you um, know, just the simple act of someone saying your name is such a powerful thing, and it—it it gives acknowledgement, it gives self-worth to someone. And so those are the small moments or acts that can really change someone's day and make them feel like, hey, this person did see me. I'm not invisible. Um, yeah. And whether or not you you're giving them something, it doesn't matter. You're giving them dignity in that moment. Yeah. So um, those little moments can really make a difference in someone's day, in someone's life. It might give them um, the courage to try and get out of whatever situation that they're in, and to hope for a better opportunity to come along. And so we really just don't know. And so it's that's why giving face-to-face is so important to me. And that's why I've given that as an option beyond um, some of the options that are offered by other one-for-one giving models.
0: Yeah. So you worked in the sock industry and then found out about this need where uh, unhoused people are, you know, not getting socks uh, donated nearly enough. And so Were there any other drivers that led you to to focus on socks? Is there what about uh socks makes such a difference to someone who doesn't have a home to go to?
1: I think if you think about it, um, so your feet as a homeless individual are your primary mode of transportation to get you from point A to point B. Whether that's to get you to your next meal at a shelter whether it's to get you to your job interview, to try and get you back on your feet, no pun intended. Um, And then, you know, it's just, I think when you think about it, again, it goes back to the access. So there's no access. Right now, especially, it's the worst that it's ever been. But even pre-COVID, you know, you may not have access to launder your socks. If you only have one pair of socks and you're moving through those day in, day out, they're going to eventually get holes quite quickly you know my sock drawer is full i am very fortunate but yeah. if you're if you just have that one pair especially in these ontario winters um they're getting wet you can't wash them they're going to get holes and if anyone thinks about walking around in a pair of wet socks we all kind of cringe cuz we know that it's like super uncomfortable even for a short period of time so yeah. I think, you know, all those things considered, um, socks are so important. Foot care is really important for anyone, especially for homeless individuals. There are a lot of issues that can arise out of, um, improper foot care and, yeah. um, you know, result in other health concerns. Um, and I think also at the end of the day, for me, in just pre, pre working with the, the community, um, just gifting a pair of socks to someone, um, in general, when you get a fresh pair of socks, you're so excited to put them on, um, whether you're homeless or you're not. So I think that experience, um, just brings like a whole new meaning to it. And it's something other than, you know, I always say when people, um, ask me, like I get asked You know, for money, I personally have made the decision not to give money when people ask. I always give a pair of socks because I know that it's something that someone needs um, rather than them maybe making the wrong decision if they're given the opportunity to do so, so.
0: Yeah. So, um, what are some of the what are some of the organizations that you work with, and in what areas do they cover? They I know you work with one in particular that's in Toronto that you've highlighted on your website. Uh, do you work in organizations that are in other areas of Canada as well?
1: So I'm always looking for new organizations to work with, and I sort of want to be able to spread out the donations. So. That's the other option is, you know, if you want your socks to ship out with your order, it's not just that you can give them face to face. If you're a customer in BC, for example, and you want to support a BC shelter, then that's the opportunity for you to choose your um, charity of choice as well. Yeah. Um, but for me yeah. right now, um, on my site, there are a few options. So when you check out, our main um, partner charity is called Vea Ve'ahavta. They're in downtown Toronto and they actually, pre-COVID, I had the opportunity to volunteer with that organization. They have a mobile outreach van that circulates the city distributing supplies to people on the streets. So it was important for me, especially as we moved into COVID, to have them uh, benefit from the stock donations primarily because they're hitting people that aren't in the shelters, that really have no supplies coming to them and that need it quite um, significantly at this moment. Yeah. Um, so they're going feet on the street, going to, um, these encampments around Toronto and they're handing out socks to people that need it the most. Um, Amazing. beyond Verhafta, I, I work with a few different charities that are kind of spread out. Uh, one is in Montreal right now and they have a sock drive, um, that supports a specific, uh, mission over in Montreal. Um, but again, I'm, always open to learning about new organizations. Uh, I'm in discussions with someone in Calgary at the moment. Um, so really, it's, you know, I, I, I'd like to see it spread out as much as possible, because there's such a need that that it shouldn't just go to one one spot.
0: Awesome. So uh, in terms of the socks. If someone wants to go buy, you know, I've, I've gone through your website and they are very fun socks. I mean, I was, uh, I was looking through women's socks because <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, cardio is hardio, made it to the gym, stop walk and roll. These are the kinds of socks that I adore. <laughs> um, And then what got me kind of excited, too, is that you have these lovely fuzzy slippers that look like perfect. I work in my basement every day, so it's cold year-round, and I always wear slippers. I keep telling people I'm such a shoe fiend. I buy all these shoes. And so during pandemic times, I've been buying all these slippers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think like now that everyone's working from home, you know, socks are the perfect sort of cozy accessory to keep your feet warm. Um, And I think, you know, it's um, again, for gift giving, it's a nice idea. I think I always say it is the gift that keeps on giving because you're not only giving to whoever you're buying the socks for, but you're beyond that, you're giving back to the homeless community. I'm not sure if you saw, Karen, but on my website, we also have, um, we're piloting the first charitable sock vending machine in Ontario. Um, So that that is, that's located at Upper Canada Mall in Newmarket right now. Unfortunately, the mall is in lockdown, but you can still access the machine at the moment. And essentially, um, the idea was really just to have a form of non-traditional retail Um, That encourages donations. And so there's um, a plexiglass donation box attached to the side of the vending machine to facilitate any on site donations. But similar to the website, it's really based on the honor system. So when your second pair of donation socks drops out of the machine, you have the option to deposit it on site if you want, in which case it goes to a partner charity that we have in York Region, um, specifically local to the mall. or you can take those pair that pair away with you. I often keep them in the back seat of my car as I'm driving around the city. If I happen to see a homeless individual, I'll just jump out of my car, drop them off, um, and again, you know, I'll always give socks instead of money. So, yeah. So, um,
0: so who designs the socks? Do you so, think to have a part in that? <laughs>
1: I don't at the moment, unfortunately, but um, the long-term goal is for me to manufacture myself. Um, right now, because of my sort of relationships from the sock industry, I've partnered with a few existing brands um, that are well-known in the marketplace to incorporate the social give-back component. Um, so some of the brands that I work with include Hot Socks, Paybell, hey Yo Socks, McGregor, um, and I'm always right. looking for new partners um to come on board. So um the other piece of it is, you know, back to the hashtag pay it footword initiative. So the reason the company is called sock footage is because I'm encouraging people to create user generated content to share on social media of the before and after moments of their giving experiences. So, you know almost like a video diary. Like, what did it feel like when you when you went out to give? Were you nervous? Were you intimidated? Like, I, I get asked so many questions like, well, what if they don't want the socks? Or what if, um, you know, people get angry at me? You know, there, there is unfortunately such a stigma associated with that community. And that's part of why I'm encouraging people to go out and see for themselves and have these very human interactions. Because I think at the end of the day we We're all the same. We all started with a mother and father, whether they were present in our lives or not. And at some point, one of us took a turn in one direction and one of us took a turn in the other. But we're all human, and we all experience very human emotions. And so I think, um again, like you said before, when when you have um, a company that is donating just on behalf of their customers, they're removing a very important touch point that is necessary to humanize the donation experience. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're asking people to share these, this type of content on social media to encourage other people to break outside of that comfort zone and maybe try giving and see, you know, that it's not as intimidating as you thought and that people are just people. And um, they just want these normal human interactions in their day. And so we're Mm -hmm. asking to um, post and then use our hashtag payfootword to really help spread awareness about our mission um, to give back.
0: Awesome. So what are some of the what are some of the ways that you've stories and and uh, that people are telling about the the
1: giving process that they're they're going through. Well, interestingly enough, um I have a brother that lives in New York and he is I don't want to say like opposed to face-to-face giving, but he's not super comfortable with the idea of doing uh, you know, donating in person. He's always been sort of one that's super charitable but doesn't love the face-to-face interaction. And recently, um, his company had sort of put out this initiative about volunteering. And so they are asking people to um, go out and do different things, like face to face. And so he he called me and he placed an order online and I shipped him the donation socks for the first time ever. He He wanted to give them out directly. And he started asking me all kinds of questions. This is my own brother. And, yes. you know, he said like, well, what do I say? And like, how do I approach someone? And I think, you know, that's really the, the key that I've sort of taken away from a lot of these interactions with people is they're just nervous. And I always yeah. say, like, all you have to do is go up to someone and say, hey, how is your day going? Introduce yourself, ask them their name, which has always been important to me since I heard that statistic. and. Uh. And say, could you benefit from a fresh pair of socks? And so he he went around New York, which, you know, as we all know, has a large homeless um, community. Um, He's actually in the city. And and he approached someone and he said, could you use a fresh pair of socks? And the guy took off his boots and he had no socks on. And he said, I sure could. And he was so happy. And it was such a small interaction. They didn't have like a full, you know, blown conversation. Just that in itself, like, what a win for that moment. Nah, that um, so is a win. Those are the types of things that give me goosebumps, that give me chills, that make me realize, you know, when, when, when marketing people talk about finding your why, that's my why. Yeah, um, and, and I think, you know, the more people do that, the more they want to continue to do that. It gives you that feeling, that really good feeling. And it's intangible, and and so that's yeah. what it's all about for me.
0: Yeah, and it, it's it's such a small thing. It's it's interesting because I think of that whole idea of face to face interactions. They're two strangers who you know you don't know each other's story, you don't know each other's motivations, um, and and there there is so much judgment out there around, uh, why people end up homeless. Uh, and so I can see why there is, there is some resistance, you know, it, for some people they've heard stories and may even have fears. I think for the most part in my interactions with people who are, who don't have homes, I've never felt unsafe. It's it's just that I don't know them. Um mm-hmm, sure. and so uh I get like that when I'm going to a business networking event too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cuz it's nerve-wracking to go up to someone you don't know. I think there's this extra layer of challenge though because you also don't want to f- seem condescending to someone or or uh you know in any way looking down on them for sure and so so those those uh, concerns i definitely understand and i i can appreciate that people overcome that and go anyway and have conversations because sometimes you are learning things about people you know even as simple as their name or their life story. I remember um, my local newspaper in my hometown did a story about a man who was famous. You know, we saw him everywhere. He had a very distinct uh, red hair. So everyone knew who this man was because he would show up around town. And he'd had quite the the life. Um, he'd been a aerospace engineer or something like that. And, and his life circumstances changed quite dramatically. And, and that was, it it was shocking when you think about someone who's in a career like that, who then ends up on the streets and can't find employment, can't find a place to live. And it's, it really can happen to any of us. And so I think that that's the thing to remember. It makes it easier to go up to someone because they're a human being who have a life, they have skills, they have people they love in their life, and their circumstances are just unfortunate. And and Yeah, I
1: think- Sorry, I was going to say, I think okay. I think uh, if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that, you know, mm. lots of people have lost their jobs um, that yeah. were in high paying jobs. Um, you know, the restaurant industry is a, a great example of, you know, people that ha- were on top and then now all of a sudden with this um, pandemic, things have changed. It, you just never know someone's story, as you said. And yeah. You can't prejudge, and I think the the ticket or the key is to stay open to whatever conversation you know comes about. It it should be an organic situation, um, but I think you know if we stop to listen, and you know we're so busy running around, as I said, looking at our phones. If we take the time and stop to listen, you never know what will come from it, and some amazing things come learning, learning moments, aha moments, as Oprah says, come from yeah. experiences like this. So I think yeah. it's just super important to engage in those types of acts of kindness, because you really do get a lot yeah. out of it.
0: Yeah. And and I think it helps us to become kinder, more compassionate people and, and, and more aware of, of some of the bigger policies that need to change. I might not be changing those things by giving someone a pair of socks, but I can change something for that person in that moment. And, and for a lot of moments following, because they'll have those for as long as they have them and hopefully, um, others will donate as well. Uh, so are there other things that you are working on with the,
1: with your business? Yeah. So, um, well, with all the different holidays that were coming up, so we had Valentine's day, we just had mother's day, father's days coming up. I've been doing sock bouquets cause I, I really like to think outside of the box and, um, what a creative way to be able to give back. And, you know, I think again, especially now people are looking for gift ideas and, um, Lots of more people are shopping local and understanding the importance of that. And um, socks are a nice way to give a gift because for the most part, they're one size fits all. So it's an easy gift. But again, like I said earlier, everyone loves getting a new fresh pair of socks. So um, if they're fun and they're funky and you're at home and everyone's working from home now, um, it's a nice way to kind of feel good about yourself and feel good about giving back. So it's a win-win.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the thing I like about the sock bouquets is is they are, it's so
1: unique and, and you get a whole bunch of, how many socks come in the bouquet? So we recommend between two to six pairs. So on our site, there's an option to either customize your bouquet or you can get a preset bouquet. Um, so it gets two to six pairs fit in there because we actually separate the pairs onto different roses. And then, um, and then the donation socks are a separate part of it. But
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a really cute idea and perfect for Valentine's day. And of course, mother's day just passed
1: recently and, um, great birthday gift too. Mm -hmm. I love it. We, We do a lot of, um, corporate initiatives as well. So, um, a lot of the companies that are looking to give back to their employees or their volunteers um, love this idea because, it's again, it's easy, one size fits all. And then you have the give back component. So it really is a win win for them. Um, but we've done everything from uh, I just did a bridal shower um, because everything's socially distanced now. So yeah. people are looking for creative ways to to still have fun and and have a light, airy event. And so we've done weddings, we've done bar mitzvahs, birthdays, um, you name it, we've done it.
0: That's fantastic. So I guess that over time, we'll see what other creative ideas that you come up with for gift packages and and uh, events and things, because the sky's really the limit for what you're doing, isn't it?
1: It is i'm I'm anxious to start manufacturing myself because I think eventually another goal is to actually get into retail. Um, so you know, I think there's a real opportunity here. Um, at this point, I'm super happy to report that we've donated over six, thousand pairs of socks. So it really Amazing. you know, each person contributed to that and and should be proud of their contribution because, you know, one pair of socks is, again, a pair of socks for that man on the street in New York who didn't have a pair. So it really is the type of situation where one pair has made a difference in someone's life.
0: That's amazing. Do you know how many in Canada,
1: do you know how many people are currently unhoused? Um, I know in Ontario, it's um, close to 10,000. So, um, you know, I'm sure those numbers have changed since COVID has hit. Uh, I do hear it from the frontline workers who are doing the outreach. Um, Unfortunately, as I said, just, you know, with people losing their jobs and um, you're just seeing more and more homeless people on the street. Um, And unfortunately, because of social distancing in the shelters, a lot of people just don't feel comfortable going to the shelters with COVID. And so more people have moved outside Um, But again, there's the access has been cut off to all these public spaces. So people really had to fend for themselves, which is um, just unfortunate at this point. So whatever we can do to help, if you have the financial means to donate um, to some of these organizations, they can really use the support at this time.
0: Yeah, I know there's been there's definitely been in. All areas of support for uh people who uh have lower income or who are unhoused, there's been really great need throughout the pandemic. Um, our food banks have been desperate for help this year uh so so every 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 different charitable activity f- has been in full force. This past year, with uh, all of the shutdowns that have happened, it's been a rough time.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think, just for me in general, like I've I've been very fortunate in my own life, and so as a result of that, I just feel like an overwhelming responsibility to give back because I've mm. I've had it really good, and so, um, you know, if if that's the message I can leave with people, you know, that that's you know. Everyone's sort of complaining, oh, we're going through our third lockdown. We have to stay home. Yeah. Well, we have a home. We have a roof over our head. We have food on our plate. So I just try and remind people of that because not everyone is as fortunate.
0: Oh, yeah. I That is one thing that's come out of this year that's been huge is just the immense gratitude for, you know, the family and the support and the, and the, and the things that I do have. And and knowing that that gives me a very, very different situation than a lot of people. And uh, anything I can do to help others is definitely something that I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, it's so important right now. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Uh, so Marissa, how long
0: have you had sock footage? Uh, you said you've, you've donated 6,000 socks. How long has uh, the business been operating?
1: Yeah. So we launched, um, just before COVID hit. So, wow, um, so in August of 2019, we launched a website and then, uh, the vending machine launched in November of 2019. So, um, so it hasn't been that long, just over a year and a half. Um, yeah. But you know, going strong, and um, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to. There, there are a lot of good things that have come out of COVID. It has allowed me to slow down and focus on certain things that I just wouldn't have made the time for pre-COVID. So um, I'm thankful for that, and it's important to see the silver lining. So. Oh yeah, um, absolutely.
0: Well. I I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Please tell everyone how they can connect with Sock Footage and learn more about what you're doing. And and of course, I'm going to go ahead and mention it again. Everybody follow the Pay It footword hashtag. We'll make sure we link to everything in the show notes, but you can take it away.
1: <laughs> sure. So our website is SockFootage.com. So you can definitely go and shop the site there. Um, we also have the vending machine, which is currently at Upper Canada Mall in Newmarket. And then, um, definitely follow us on social. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at SockFootageCo. Co. So, Sock Footage Co.
0: Fantastic! So, and and you mentioned that it was sort of a play on stock footage. Yeah. Name.
1: Yes. It's a Which play on stock footage and it's a play on stock and foot. So, um, I like it. that was very intentional.
0: <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh, thank you so much, Marissa, for taking the time to join me and share more about your business and the work you're doing to make people have, uh, a little bit more comfort in their lives in difficult situations. That's
1: amazing. Thank you so much for the opportunity to to chat today. Absolutely.
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of Small But Mighty Biz Stories. Want to hear more stories? Visit smallbutmightypod.com and be sure to tell us about your fave small biz so we can share their story too.